super genius, Mark Madden. Hello, is this Mark Madden? Mark, this is the big Norm McDonald. How the hell are you? What's going on now sucks, but that sucked too, and it was boring. The X at 105.9. My guest right now is Pittsburgh's number one rock star ever. He's in the middle of three birthday bash concerts at the Palace Theater in Greensburg. The next one is this Saturday. From Newcastle, Elwood City, and most of all Pittsburgh, he is King Cool, Donnie Iris. Uh, Donnie, hey. the first birthday bash was this past Saturday. I was there. It was great. You had so many friends and family there. That must be a great feeling to celebrate all that. Yeah, man, it was great, man. I, I thought somebody told me you were there, and I didn't know where, but I guess you were up on the right hand, I guess my right. I was in the opera the box, correct, Donnie? I, 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 you were in line. There was that big line to meet you afterwards. I didn't want to cut in front because then people yell at me. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be something you would do, would it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I, I I didn't that time anyway. Uh, hey, you're going to be 75 in a couple weeks, and happy birthday! Uh, how can you still perform and sound like that? You move better on stage than I do walking up steps. <laughs> Thanks, man. I just I have a great time up there, man. And it was nice having all the you know everybody there. My daughters were there, and my grandkids were there. It was just it was great, man. It was great. <laughs> now, your band, The Cruisers, has three yeah. out of four original members, uh, not including you, four out of five, including you. How'd you yeah. pull that off? I mean, no offense to, like, Foreigner or Leonard Skinner, but they each got one guy left. You guys have stood the test of time together. Yeah, yeah. Our guys are just, uh, I mean, we're, they're doing other things now, but they still we still perform together, and a drummer flies in from California every time we have a gig. Wow. A bass player comes in from North Carolina. So somehow we were able to just, you know, keep everybody together and get together when we, when we need to for a gig. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know how that happens. The only missing guy is uh, the old bass player. And I think uh, the bass player we have now has been with us for at least 15 years, 20 years maybe. So he's, he's like an original, man. Now, they showed a great video before the concert with a lot of old clips from the 80s. How vividly do you remember those days? And it was terrific to see that stuff. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I remember most of it. It was, um, you know, especially especially some of the things that we did. Uh, we filmed a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that you saw there. A lot of the things that you saw were filmed from when we were on the road. And I remember most of that. But, uh, I mean, we're talking, what, 1981 up until 1983 or four, I guess. So, but yeah, I remember most of it. Yeah, it's funny. I was saying on the show yesterday that I've seen you guys play maybe 20, 25 times, maybe more. But but I have trouble pinpointing exactly when and where from way back when. Like, before you guys broke a big, you played in a lot of you know, uh, places that were off the beaten path. And I remember, but I don't remember the exactitudes yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't either, man. I mean, <laughs> we've made, I've played so many places, including when I was with the Jaggers. I've even played all these clubs in Pittsburgh. Half of them I don't remember. I mean, I remember Mancini's and the Staircase and, you know, those places. But I know there were a heck of a lot more than that. 
Now you didn't yes. you didn't break it big as Donnie Iris until you were in your late thirties. Were you ever close to calling it quits, Donnie? Getting a real job, leaving rock and roll behind. You know what, man? It was totally by luck that we just uh, that Mark Avsek, my keyboard player, and I we happened to be in the same band. We were with, we were in Wild Cherry together, and 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 he and I decided to go into the studio and, and do stuff. And just by whatever it was, man, we had the we had the magic or whatever going in the studio, and we just happened to. That's when we did love. Uh, that's when we did Leah and uh, Agnes and all those songs, and they just happened to hit. And you know, I guess I really didn't have a chance to to, to think about hanging it up. <laughs> well, let, let's stay with the 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 writing partnership of you and Mark Avsek because you guys have written some terrific songs. What was that process like for you guys uh, back then? How long did it take to write a, a typical song? Because I think writing a good song is so difficult, and I know every musician really has a unique process. Yeah, you, well, you know what? Some of the songs Mark and I sat down and wrote together around the piano, and and Leah was one of those songs. And then we had other ones like Love is Like a Rock. We went into the studio and just did some... You know, some jamming. We just put the band together and put down some rhythm tracks and then wrote the lyrics over top of that. So it depends on what song it was. Uh, you know, there was a, there were a lot of them were written as, uh, as just chord progressions put together and then, uh, and then lyrics and vocals over top. We're talking to King Cool Donnie Iris. The second of his birthday bash shows is Saturday at the Palace Theater in Greensburg. Uh, Donnie, when did you realize you were going to make it? I think it had to have been Leah because I remember hearing that song on the radio and then again the next day and again the next day and then twice the next day. That song was like a forest fire, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it hit it hit hard. We were, uh, I mean, we, we did the song on a small label out of Cleveland and, and we had a nice, a, nice, uh, uh, a nice bunch of guys behind us trying to promote the record and they sent it to all the radio stations and then we started hearing all this feedback from boston and st louis and dallas and all these places uh besides cleveland and pittsburgh that just jumped all over that record man and i thought what the heck is going on here man <laughs> and it, it just hit it's just one of those things mark i can't tell you what it was or how it happened but it was one of those songs that just kind of jumped out at you on the radio it really did your songs always have great background vocals how important are they to the formula well you know what that was as, as a singer myself in the jaggers we did a lot of background vocals we did a lot of vocal harmonies and and i love that man it's, it's just you know listening to the old soul stuff the old temptations and all that kind of stuff with those three and four part harmonies it was my favorite, favorite stuff. So that's one of the things I wanted to accomplish when we went into the studio. And and uh, I stacked my voice up time and time again, one note over top of another, I don't know how many times, to get a real nice, thick vocal harmony blend back there. And I just love that. I love, I love background vocals that, uh, that, that just kind of jump out at you. What's the best song you've ever written, uh, Donnie, and why? I mean, I'm not saying what's the be what 
What's your favorite song, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. The one that you prefer most. That's a good question. I mean, obviously, Leo was the one that, that broke and, and broke the band. Uh, I mean, there's so many songs. One of the ones we started doing, you, you heard it Saturday night was Pretender. Do you remember that? I do. I do. That's the first time you've played that. i got to be honest, Donnie. I don't remember you guys having played that live. I don't think I don't remember doing it live either, man. But it, we did years and years ago. We brought some of those old songs out of the mothballs and just tried them again. And uh, that now it's become like one of my favorites. I love doing it live. It just I just love the way it feels, the way it sounds. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we 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 went back to that King Cool album and just uh, learned all those songs over again, ones we haven't done for years. Now, I want to get yeah, back to how you... is one of my new favorites. Say it again? The pretend... Oh, I thought you guys tore it up with that on, on the Saturday. Now, I want to get back to how you can still move on stage. I mean, do you work yeah. out? Do you watch what you eat? How do you prepare for a show? No, man, I don't do anything. I mean, the only thing I do, I can't do anything in the wintertime because I like to go outside. I like to play golf. I don't know if you know that. I, oh, I do. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's about all I do, man. I don't, uh, I don't do anything working out or anything like that, but... The music gets me going on stage, man. I just start, you know, I just start doing what I do on stage. Plus the, the people. The people get me fired up, too. But no, I don't, uh, you know, I don't go to the gym. I don't do any of that stuff. Well, me neither, but it, but it, but it shows in my case. Now, <laughs> it, it's so great. I, I saw the video, and I saw your, your mom had, had a yeah. little uh, clip in there. I think it's so great your mother's still around, 96 years old, and she must yeah. have taken a lot of joy in your success over the years. Oh, yeah, man. She's, she's great. She's just, yeah, 96. She's still doing pretty good, man. I just It's hard to believe. I got an aunt that's 98. Wow. And then, and then another one that's uh, not a blood relative but, but close to the family that's 101, man. So I don't know what it is. The, the cool thing about it is, yeah, my mom is all into it and everything, and and my dad was the same way. He passed away about, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, and uh, I remember I was going to Slippery Rock at the time. I was going to be a teacher, and I decided for some reason I just got so back into music in college that I, I just I wanted to quit, and my, I thought my dad was going to raise hell, but he, he said, you know, he said, uh, he said, "Go for it, man." He said, "Just do whatever you want to do," and and then that was that was the end of that. I was so glad that happened because I don't know what would have happened if he said, "You're going to stay in school." You know what I mean? No, so it was great. Both, how, both parents. How important was DVE and Pittsburgh Radio to your success? There's a long connection there, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's way back when Leah came out. That was when, uh, let's see, who was there? Jimmy and Steve were there. Jimmy and Steve, right. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I remember having finished the, the album, and uh, Gennady, the Gennady brothers and I lived like two blocks away from each other. And I remember taking the, the record up there to hear it, and we invited uh, Jimmy and Steve to come and hear it. Uh, I think it might have been just... Uh, just Steve at that time that showed up at uh, at Gennady's house, and he he loved it. And the next day, man, he was playing it on the radio. It was that quick. He he loved it, man. And that's what started it all, man. Pittsburgh started it all. 
Now, you had a line practically around the block to meet you after the show Saturday at Greensburg. That must make you feel better than anything. And uh, everybody out there, if you want to meet Donnie, go to one of these shows because he'll stay there till the last hand is shaken and the last album signed. <laughs> I'll do that Saturday, too, man. And then we got <laughs> And we got another one coming up in March, so I'll do it then too, man. Until they're all, until they're all uh, signed and uh, and having having a good time, taking selfies and all that stuff. Now you see a lot of the I same faces it. at shows, right? I remember I saw you at Monroeville uh, not too long ago, the convention center. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, I don't know the people specifically, the fans, but it, it just seems like a very similar crowd. This is a very loyal audience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And what's cool about it is sometimes their kids come and, you know, they're, uh, they're passing everything along to their kids and friends and friends, family and friends. And it's just, it's just great to see them. Yeah, they've kind of like come along with us. You know what I mean? Yep. They, they, they just went right along with us and stayed with us. I love it, man. I love it. Now you have two more birthday shows. The next one's Saturday. Will they be any different than the first show? I heard you might play King Cool all the way through at one of the shows. Yeah, yeah. What we're doing is this Saturday is basically dedicated to the King Cool album. We're going to start off with uh, maybe four or five songs from uh, from some of the other albums, and then we're going to go into the King Cool album from top to bottom. Wow. Every song in order <laughs> all the way to the end of it. And then after that, we're going to do four or five more songs um, so we're going to be up there for a couple of hours at least. Well, Donnie, you're tireless. And, and i got to tell you, thanks for coming on so much. This was great. The show was great. Don't ever stop. It, it's still so good. And, uh, again, thanks, and we'll see you soon, I hope. Okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Man. No, it, Donnie, my pleasure, believe me. Donnie Iris, King Cole, the greatest Pittsburgh rocker ever. You know what I'd like to do sometime is get Reb Beach to like play an encore with Donnie because that would be the greatest Pittsburgh instrumentalist, and the greatest Pittsburgh rock guy period ever on the same stage. That would be really tremendous stuff. Okay, uh, there's probably only four tickets left by now, but you got to go see Donnie. I, I'm, like, it, I don't know how to describe it. You see Donnie up there, it really is Jagger-esque. Because I saw the Stones, was it last year or two years ago in Vegas? It's like time stands still. It really is quite amazing. So thanks to Donnie Irison. I wish I could figure out some of the places I used to see Donnie, like back when. I mean, I started, I had to have still been in college the first time I saw Donnie. Yeah, that makes sense, because Leah was 1980. I started going to Duquesne in 1978. That I mean, I know I saw him. He mentioned Mancini's, which is now Club Erotica, if, if, if I'm correct. Well, I've been to that place a lot, not just for Donnie either. 105.9 The X.